Welcome to the Physique Business Podcast, making money in the fitness industry. You've spent hours in the gym, sweating buckets, crushing PRs, and lifting a ton of weight. Now it's time to turn that passion into a highly profitable business. Here's stories and tips of proven methods for starting and scaling your business in the fitness industry. And now your host, Corey Sweargaz. Hey everyone, welcome to the Physique Business Podcast. We are back with another Promoter's Corner. We have Tara LaViolette, the director in Alberta for the Canadian Physique Alliance, as well as fellow promoter. She's gone through a lot over this past year and she is getting ready for her event come July. So we're going to talk to her about all the things that are taking place in Alberta right now. How are you doing, Tara? Great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I appreciate you joining us. Um, you know, you and I have some amazing conversations. I know you're making your, you know, your physique business debut, but uh, we have conversations all the time. And so I thought, it'd be, you know, would be super beneficial to a lot of people to actually hear, you know, some of the backstories that we have and things that take place to make events. And so over the last year, let's talk a little bit about what you've gone through. Well, 2020, uh, TNT stepped back completely. Um you know, we we saw that everybody was kind of clustering uh, towards the end of the year uh, to, to try and have a viable event, uh, not knowing what the end of the year held uh, when it came to COVID. Um, and we just elected to step back completely um, and allowed, you know, some breathing room uh, for, for 2020. Uh, coming into 2021, I was feeling a little tenacious and was going to try and put on event, an event, uh, you know, no matter what it took. Walking into 2021, uh, fully prepared to do an event bare bones. No audience, no vendors, just the athletes on stage with the panel in front of them. So um, I was open to whatever, uh, you know, restrictions were in place at the time, just in order to get an event out. And, you know, that's caused some shifting of dates in order to get that through. And then I also jumped on another opportunity to have another event uh, December 4th to line up with um, the Vancouver uh, event, which is what we typically do in June. So lots of shifting, lots of, uh, you know, you need to be agile and flexible right now with what we're dealing with. For sure. And I mean, you know, the circumstances are uniquely different in every province across Canada. Um, how have you been adjusting with, you know, seemingly a moving goalpost every every week? Yeah, that's frustrating. Uh, you know, it's, it's hard to plan around something that keeps moving. Um, what I did try to do was I reached out to Alberta Health Services directly and had an opportunity to put in an application for... Um, a special exemption and you know that whole process has been challenging because i there are times where i don't even think they have the guidelines or the policy or anything to refer to in terms of how to deal with um an application like that but uh we've kind of waited out the process and now that things are opening up uh come end of June, July, um, we're just going to be in a position where we can have an event and manage restrictions, whatever might be at play at that time. 
for sure, for sure. But let's so let's talk about so the event itself is is called the TNT Muscle Showdown. Perfect, perfect. So which day is it exactly in in July? Awesome. Where is it at? We're having it at the Clarion Hotel in Sherwood Park. It's a fantastic venue. It's got two grand ballrooms, so we can have plenty of space for the athletes and tanning and services, as well as um, vendors, spectators, and stage. Nice. So is this the first time that you're going to hold the show at the Clarion? This is the first time, yeah. We had um, looked at uh, using Millennium Place, and we were going to kind of really open up the expo aspect. Um but then COVID hit, so we kind of scaled back a little bit and have our vision on, um, you know, bigger goals and growing, but uh, we'll take it day by day right now. Yeah. Have you ran into any challenges, you know, changing venues, um, you know, that were uniquely different from the venue that you previously had? I'm really fortunate. Uh, I have a fantastic venue and they have been able to facilitate any date moves that I have asked for, you know, you kind of give them three to get at least one out of three every time. And they've been extraordinarily flexible in terms of, you know, managing, you know, they basically said, we'll manage the events to whatever restrictions um, we need to manage it and, and let us know whatever. I've been really lucky. Yeah. That's awesome. That's really great to hear. Um, you know, obvi- obviously, we've we've got a really good re- mentor in Ron Hache with the president of the CPA. How has your dealings with him been and how has he helped you through this entire process? Yeah, he is such a laid back leader in terms of, um, you know, allowing you to have your own flavor for your event and, um, you know, make it your own. He's, you know, his guidance has been, you know, you balance everything off of him and uh, you get your limitations where you need them, but he's really open to, uh, you know, any kind of growth or new advantage or, you know, he'll hear you out, um, mm-hmm. you know, with what you got to bring to the table. Oh, that's awesome. I, I, at least for myself, I mean, he's he's been someone that's always supportive. And, you know, even if he thinks I was crazy, you know, to continue to push through and try and hold events and try to, you know, not give up. You know what? He, he was somebody who's always there to say, OK, if that's what you believe in, I'll be here to support you. Um, you know, if you need anything, reach out to me. So, I mean, you know, he's definitely been a, a great positive reinforcement, I think, for all the promoters and, and whatever their decisions are. Obviously, each promoter across the country is dealing with diff- different circumstances. Some were able to, you know, put on shows, some weren't. Some um, have elected to move their shows into the fall and some have, have still tried to, you know, make it work here um, coming into the summer months. So I think, you know, it's definitely, you know, an homage to him to be able to, you know, guide, you know, very different personalities and, and a large number of promoters across the country. Like, I don't think people realize in Canada how many different sets of promoters there are, um, you know, oh, within yeah. this country. So it's definitely, you know, very, very unique um, in a sense. But yeah, let's just change gears a little bit because I know, um, at least for me, 75% of my athletes in regional one shows are first-time athletes. Do, do you find that the ratio is similar in, in Alberta? Yeah, I, you know, 
the majority of people getting on a stage or getting on a stage for the first time or, you know, maybe, uh, you know, less experienced um, than some. But then, you you know, you do have those seasoned competitors um, that are coming out and gunning for their pro card um, mm-hmm. and simply need to get requalified. And so you really have um, quite a mix of sure. what you're getting uh, on stage, backstage and you know, the level of handholding that one competitor might need to another mm-hmm. uh, can be extraordinarily different. So, you know, from a promoter's perspective, you really got to not take for granted um, that, oh, the competitors will just know, you know, they'll know that they need to do this. Um, I think you really have to break it down to ABCs. Um, and I think the beautiful thing about the seasoned athletes that do come through and cross our stage is they're so willing to give back and help you know lend a hand up for those new athletes it's quite a incredible dynamic to see yeah yeah and you know from a promoter's perspective for athletes that are getting on stage for the first time what would you want them to know before they arrive at the athlete meeting oh there's a ton of stuff i want them to know <laughs> um you know when i use social media uh to try and reinforce reinforce i think um they need to understand uh, the divisions that they're entering into, and they need to understand what each division looks for. Um, they they need to understand their eligibility when it comes to novice and true novice. Um, fundamentally, those those are really the primary things that they need to understand, um, because we will always be there to kind of help them move through with, um, you know, the administration aspect of walking through registration and managing themselves on stage. Um, you know, so those are, that's the real fundamental thing that I think would serve an athlete, a new athlete very well, uh, to have that solid understanding. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's definitely something that I see all the time. And I, and I think if you have a confident athlete, you have an athlete who's going to have an enhanced show experience. And if they know what's going on, it's naturally going to come out. But if there's a lot of uncertainty in that athlete as they're going through the process for the first time, it's going to show on stage. And, you know, you know, the, you know, the Canadian Physique Alliance website is a good resource. However, a lot of it can be very confusing for somebody who's never gone through it before. And, you know, I think for a lot of first time athletes, you know, I'm a big advocate of getting a coach or a mentor or someone who has gone through the process to help guide you to this. And so, you know, some elect to do it, some, some don't elect to do it. But I think, you know, as the, as the promoter, it's also our, our, um, you know, our duty to also help educate, um, these individuals on the difference between the classes to be able to, you know, not specifically say like, so message in like, Hey, should I be in bikini or figure? Like that's not up to the promoter to decide. But, you know, but saying, Hey, you know, your first time competitor, you know, you may want to consider true novice. You know, you may want to consider open. You may want to consider, depending on your goals, those are things that I, you know, I find as, you know, a promoter that I can assist with is actually being able to help you get put in the right place. I don't want to tell you anything or I don't want to contradict what your actual coach is going to say. So sending me your progress pictures at, you know, six weeks out doesn't do any good. I'm not going to give you any feedback because I don't want to contradict what someone else is going to say. But what I can tell you is, you know, based off, you know, based off your goals, what do you want? Do you want to get on stage? Do you want to get more comfortable? Okay, then consider doing, 
novice or true novice. If your sole goal is to qualify for a pro qualifier and become an IFBB pro, then you know what? Don't waste your time with true novice. Like as, 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 as bad as it sounds, just go ahead and, you know, do the open, get qualified and move on. And obviously a lot of it's based off, you know, the comfort of each athlete and how confident they are. And, you know, for a lot of these athletes being the first time, there is that uncertainty that comes along with it. And so doing classes like true novice, doing novice, you know, as well as open, doing multiple classes gives them ample time on stage to feel a lot more comfortable. You know, I remember back to my first time on stage and it's like you realize how bright those lights are. And there's so many athletes that are like deers in a headlight, like like you can't see the audience. You can barely see the judges. Like, where do you look? What do you do? And it's just it's it's, you know, can be very overwhelming for people. And, and, and I think the more that an athlete prepares, the more that they have the right guidance in place. And if they if they they ask the right questions. Um, you know, they should be able to, to go on stage, be fully confident and not have any hesitation of, of what they should do. Um, you know, I'm sure you're the same, but I mean, everything from, you know, posing seminars, you know, when we were able to have them to IG lives, you know, right up until the athlete meeting, like the athlete meeting is your last time to ask a question to any of the support staff or the head judge, you know, that going on in the show. So you have multiple you know, multiple opportunities throughout the entire process to have all of your questions answered. And I, I think sometimes athletes don't take advantage of that. And, and I don't know if it's just society as a, as a whole that become inherently lazy or, or they have, uh, you know, just, uh, I, I don't know how to put it really into words, but I think, uh, sorry, do you, you want to try to explain it? Yeah. Well, I think there might be an intimidation factor, Yeah. you know, yeah. especially if you're, you know, this is something that you're keen on doing and you, you know, kind of have stars in your eyes and, and what you've seen other people accomplish, there can be an intimidation factor. But there's a few points in, you know, I wanted to touch on what you said. And I think that we have an ambassador program. So, you know, the ambassadors are there. Um, you can reach out to them. Me as a director, you can always reach out to your to your local director. You can reach out to the CPA directly. They'll direct email to maybe an ambassador or um, a director to, to help support. Um, and I think that as a promoter, um, that it becomes really vital to have key people in each location that can, um, you know, assist, um, right down to, if you see somebody who's having nerves or whatever, like just go up to them and, and give them a soft word or a, a sense of encouragement. Um, you know, we're really lucky here in Alberta with the level of volunteers and support that we have. Um, but it's important as the, for the promoter to select key people that can lead that and create that environment backstage, um, which will also help cushion that and, and lend that comfortability to them. Maybe ask the question on the fly if you need support in a specific area. Um, you know, the judges are also there to reach out to at any time as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think there's, you know, here in Canada, the athlete has choice, um, you know, and, and they have a right to ask those questions and they have, you know, a wide number of, of shows that they can, they can consider. I mean, obviously with the Canadian Physique Alliance, they can compete in any show across the country. And so, you know, if you have, uh, you know, if you have questions, you need to talk to the promoter and, and want those responses. Um, you know, like I think the, the promoters have a great, you know, responsibility to be able to reply to you, um, you know, whether it be through, you know, direct messages, emails, 
or even a phone call. I mean, most most of our phone numbers are on the Canadian Physique Alliance website somewhere um, under our shows. So, like, you know, it's definitely, you know, worth it for for the athlete to reach out. And, and like I said, from the promoter standpoint, I want you to have those questions answered. I want you to have the best show experience possible so that you want to be able to come back on stage again. And so... Yeah, it's all about the experience the, and that's uh, for a promoter. That's my focus is the overall experience. Um, mm-hmm. You want to make sure that it's a good one right from the time that they engage with you on social media uh, to the registration process to everything. And, you know, the beauty about the CPA and the way that we're set up now is that we are all accessible. We're all reachable. And the power is now with the consumer or the competitor to select where they want to go to for whatever suits their needs for that particular event. We're no longer pigeonholed in that you have to compete in this region, in this province, at mm-hmm. this event to qualify to go here. That is gone. Um, yeah, obviously we're, you know, we're starting to open up now. We are coming into, which I think is going to be one of the biggest fitness booms of our lifetime. What do you see happening here come summer and the fall? as we move forward here? Well, it's going to be a little bit of this, <laughs> mm-hmm. crossing your fingers in terms of COVID. But, I, you know, if if all things stay open and we can live a, back our normal lives, um, I think it's really going to explode because people are itching, itching to get on stage. Totally. People have been waiting almost two years now. So I think there's going to be a lot of athletes and a big, you know, surge in overall athlete counts at the shows. And there's going to be a tremendous amount of shows. I think you're going to see, you know, September through November, you're going to see two, three, four, maybe even five fitness events across the country held on the same weekend. Um, yeah. And there's going to be a, a lot of opportunities to get pro cards. You yeah. Know, even the pro qualifiers have all pushed themselves into the fall. And so you have, you know, at least four different events in Canada, you know, between the natural and the open stream to be able to get IFBB pro cards. And, you know, at each one, there's, you know, 15 plus pro cards. So you can think about it right there. Like they're going to anoint 60 new IFBB pros in Canada, at least, you know, in, in, in a very short window here. So I think athletes that are prudent, athletes that have been putting in the time and are able to turn it on now, I think there's, you know, there's no better time to do so than right now yeah. because there's going to be ample opportunity, you know, for you to, you know, go after your goal and dream of an IPB pro card if that's something that you want to do. Absolutely. I think they will be rewarded. Their uh, conviction uh, during this trying time, I, I think they're going to see a huge reward for themselves. For sure. For sure. It's going to be great to uh, see. No, Absolutely. Um, so I, I know you do also, um, you know, you do, you do some, you know, hair tanning and makeup services for your athletes as well. Um, you know, which is, uh, you know, a super cool thing to do as a, as a show promoter allows you to definitely, um, offer a one-stop service for people. For sure. Um, is there, is there anything that, that, you know, first time athletes should know about skin prep? before they arrive to get their tan, whether it's with you or with any other tanner, you know, in Canada. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, skin prep leading in, you know, each each service provider typically has their page on what you need to do um, to to get your skin ready. Some will promote specific products. 
uh, some not so much. But basically, it's you want to moisturize, 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 leading into the event and then stop moisturizing at least 24 to 48 hours before. Exfoliate, exfoliate, exfoliate. Uh, you know, have your shower 20 hours, sorry, 24 hours before. Um, but really read the fine print on your skin prep leading into your tan uh, and make sure that you follow those rules. It, it can make or break your tan. Uh, you know, if you wear deodorant or perfume or anything of that nature, even if you have a little bit of residue on, on you, it can turn your tan green. And there's items that you can do to troubleshoot that, but you want to just avoid that. Um, mm -hmm. so follow, follow the rules for sure. Um, the other thing I'd also add, and, and, you know, it's not me speaking as, uh, you know, I, I provide tanning services, but you know, just from an overall Canadian Pacific Alliance for people who are new coming to the event and have never experienced a spray tan or getting a spray tan or what that entails and how you need to keep care of it during the day, use the official tanner, use the official tanner at the event because they are there at your disposal. Um, for the whole event. So if you have a little accident, you, know, you spill water on your leg or something um, funny like that, we're right there. We can help you. Um, but if you don't use the official, that opportunity to be helped if you have a mess up might not be there for you. And that's the kind of support you want to have backstage so that you're not stressing out about those little things that can be easily taken care of. Mm -hmm. No, that's, that's definitely great advice for athletes. Um, but we're going to wrap it up here real quick. I appreciate you. Hopefully this is just your debut and we can have you back for many more of these. Um, yeah. I greatly appreciate you having you on and uh, taking time out of your busy day. I appreciate being here, Corey. Thank you. I know our conversations are always so fantastic and I appreciate that you and I can info share and support one another as promoters the way that we do. Um, and that's the thing that uh, is super cool about the CPA and what we're creating here across Canada. Absolutely. It's really a, a true family experience for sure. Awesome. Okay. Thank you very much. Looking forward right. to uh, having more great conversations with you. Thank you. Take care. Okay. Take care. Bye. All right. The episode is over. I hope you got a tremendous amount of value from it. If you could do me a favor and subscribe up on Apple podcast, as well as Spotify, be greatly appreciated. If you did like the episode, you can leave us a review on Apple podcast. This is a influential sports production. It is a original production and we have new episodes coming weekly.